Welcome back to another episode of the Tan and J-Man Show. Hope everyone had a fantastic Thanksgiving. You can follow us on Twitter at Tan and J-Man Show. You can like us on Facebook, the Tan and J-Man Show. You can follow us on Instagram, the Tan and J-Man Show. We also have a deal going on with the Tan and J-Man Show store. Why don't you tell the people about that, Tito? Yes, Tan and J-Man Show store.com. Use promo code BLACK. 23 black two three and you get free shipping on all orders through december 1st which is this friday so um take advantage of that while you can if you miss out there might be another promo code coming uh um, around christmas time into 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 the new year but uh take advantage of this while you can you can get a sharp looking hat like i got on here you can get a hoodie. You can get a t-shirt, short, short sleeve or long sleeve. You can get a pint glass. You can get a coffee mug. You can get a sticker for your laptop. Whatever you want, you can probably find it. TanJmanShowStore.com, promo code BLACK23. Did you do any uh, Black Friday shopping? Online, yes. Yeah, I, I don't know why anyone would go into a store anymore, to be honest. I um, met my, I met my, well, some stores do have deals. That you can only get in store instead of online. Um, I met my wife and my mother-in-law Friday evening for dinner. And we drove separate because I didn't want to do the shopping that they were going to do after dinner, right? But getting to where we, we ate by the outdoor shopping mall in um, in, in Fort Wayne, Jefferson Point. Madhouse. Just even oh, getting to dinner that night. Just a madhouse. Uh, I had a park so far away, I was not very happy. But... Trying to think where I went on Friday. We went out to Trader Joe's and it was like a ghost town. It was awesome. There was like nice. nobody in there, which was shocking. Uh, but yeah, it was out by the mall and it was packed out there, as you could imagine. But uh, and today's Cyber Monday, so you know that's that's um, that's more my speed. Uh, yeah, ordering stuff online and I have been burnt in the past getting something on Black Friday online that if I would have waited to Cyber Monday, I would have got a better deal. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. But uh, you got some uh, birdie bogey for me tonight. I do, sir. You are commanding four strokes up. You're probably going to win this year. (laughs) Unless it's just, uh, yeah, I think you're going to win. I'm I'm pretty sure. But I think I got a good one tonight. Um, There are three teams in the NFL, three out of 32, who have never had a rookie quarterback as their week one starter. Can you name those three teams? Man, that's a really good question, and no, I cannot. Uh, Birdie Bogey is brought to you by Arlington Public House. Arlington Public House has upscale cuisine and cocktails with a casual atmosphere located 703 Main Street in Rochester, Indiana. Over the weekend on Friday and Saturday, their uh, special that night was the Petite Filet, a beautifully cooked six-ounce filet filet mignon uh, topped with (laughs) creamy um, peppercorn sauce on a bed of freshly prepared mashed potatoes and sautéed asparagus. As always, $2 whole smoked wings and $1 off domestic brewskis every Monday night at Arlington Public House in Rochester. I got some other um, fun little trivia for you that doesn't. It. It's not nothing with birdie or bogey, but I've been meaning. I've had this saved on my phone since July, oh, and man. I came across it just for the show, and I came across it just the other day. I'm like, wow, I meant to do this a long time ago, but I forgot so it might take a little while, but we got we got we got time. We got time. So I got a chart here of the passing touchdown leaders against each NFL team. Oh man. I want to see how many of these you can get correct. 
Okay. And we'll, we'll, we'll go in alphabetical order. So Arizona Cardinals, what player do you think has thrown for more touchdowns all time against the Arizona Cardinals than any other player? Russell Wilson. It is Russell Wilson with 32 <laughs> off the hot start. Boom. How about the Atlanta Falcons? And there's been some bad Drew Brees. Drew Brees with 54. How about the Baltimore Ravens? Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger with 43. <laughs> you're you're on to something here. You're doing pretty good. Uh-huh. How about the Buffalo Bills? That'd have to be Tom Brady, right? Tom Brady with 72. Dang, that's a lot. How about the Carolina Panthers? I have to go Drew Brees again. Drew Brees with 55. Mm. How about the Chicago Bears? Oh, this is a tough one. Um, <laughs> man. Obviously, it's it's between two guys. Um, uh, I think I'm going to go, oh, man, Brett Favre. Aaron Rodgers with oh, 64. He, he, he does own them. He does own them. So you're five for six so far. How about the Cincinnati Bengals? Um, ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger with 47, so you're six for seven. How about the Cleveland Browns? I'm going to go with Ben Roethlisberger again. Ben Roethlisberger with 43. How about the Dallas Cowboys? Oh, man. Um, is it Eli? Eli Manning with 53. Huh? How about the Denver Broncos? I almost want to say Mahomes, even though it's only been five years. Um, Dan Fouts. Phillip Rivers with 46. Oh, that was a better guess. I overthought that one. How about the Detroit Lions? Brett Favre. Brett Favre with 58. How about the Green Bay Packers? Oh, man, there's been some bad quarterbacks there in the NFC North. Um... Lions have never had a good one. Bears and I'm be Cutler. Um, Fran Tarkenton. Matt Stafford with fifth, 40. Matthew Stafford. Man, 40. I didn't even think about Stafford. Ticks me off. How about the Houston Texans? Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning with 48. How about the Indianapolis Colts? Hmm. I know it's going to be a difficult one when you use that tone of voice. Um, <laughs> is it Marino? Dan Marino with 54. Yeah. 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 I was thinking either Marino or Brady, but I mean, Marino played in the Colts division his entire career. So yeah. Jacksonville Jaguars. I go with Peyton. I would Peyton think with 40. Yeah. Kansas city chiefs. Elway. Philip rivers Phillip with 41. Dang. How about the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, then, or the Oakland slash Las Vegas Raiders, I should say? I want to say Philip Rivers again. Philip Rivers with forty nine. Yeah. How about the Los Angeles Chargers? Uh, is that Elway? John Elway with thirty eight. Oh. How about the Los Angeles Rams? Also, St. Louis. Not that that matters. I guess they all played in the West. Um, is that Russell as well? Johnny Unitas with 39. Oh, I wouldn't have gotten that one. <laughs> How about the Dolphins? Oh, it's got to be Tom Brady. Tom Brady with 72. Yeah. Minnesota Vikings. Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers with 57. Okay. New England Patriots. Marino. 
Actually, Peyton Manning went 43. Really? Well, yes. Peyton only played in their division a couple of years, but dang. Well, well, Peyton played against New England about twice a year. Every year, like. yeah. So, yeah. New Orleans Saints. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan with 47. Good pull. How about the New York Giants? Uh, Paul. Donovan McNabb. Tony Romo with 41. Oh, Romo's a better guess. Your favorite. Uh, New York Jets. Uh, Brady. Dan Marino with 72. Oh, really? oh, I'm disappointed with myself there. <laughs> few more here. Philadelphia Eagles. Eli. Eli Manning with 54. How about the Pittsburgh Steelers? Oh, man. Oh, man, that's a tough one. Um, I don't even know if I have a guess for you. Bernie Kozar. The lowest one on the list with 30, Tom Brady. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. How about the San Francisco 49ers? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's Russell Wilson. Johnny Unitas again. Again, with 40. what in the world's going on? How about the Seattle Seahawks? Um... Montana. John Elway with 44 back in the AFC West when the, the, the Seahawks. Oh, were I forgot the, the Seahawks were in the AFC. Three more. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Drew Brees. Drew Brees with 61. Tennessee Titans. Peyton. Peyton Manning with 35 and the Washington Commanders. Eli. Charlie Connor Connerly with 38. Oh, that one just ticks me off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, that was good. I, I like you that. did a lot better than I thought you would, but you were smart enough to put the divisions put right the away divisions, with the division. Yeah. So, dang, yep, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Yep. Um, you want to stick with NFL? Yeah, you let's do that. Three winners, three losers. Uh, I don't know who starts to be honest. I think it is, it is you, it is you, with and I winners. forgot to do my list, so I got to do them off the top of my head. Great. Uh, um, San Francisco 49ers uh, going into Seattle. And, you, you know, they, they had that three-game losing streak. And I would say they're back. And I would even say they're the best team in the NFC. I know Philadelphia keeps winning and all that. But uh, I think I, I'd take the Niners over them right now. That's going to be a heck of a matchup, Philadelphia and San Francisco yeah. this week. Kind of yeah. wish it was prime time, but it, it's not. Uh, I will stay with the Thanksgiving games. I'm going to take the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they went up and punched Detroit in the mouth. Um, Detroit battled back, but Green Bay hung on, and we've been ripping them and, and Jordan Love yeah. for a while. Jordan Love's starting to play better, and all of a sudden, in a weak NFC, the Packers yeah. right in the mix. Very weak NFC. Uh, they were so close to beating Pittsburgh Steelers a few weeks ago, too, which could have supplanted them further. But uh, And they, yeah. they could have could have beat the Denver Broncos, too. Could have. Which started easily. the Broncos' win yeah. streak. Yep. Yeah. Uh, my uh, second winner is the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, they they keep finding ways to win. Uh, they're they're never pretty. Yesterday was a really good game between the Buffalo Bills, but uh, yeah, they they're just they find ways. I mean, Jake Elliott's turned into maybe the most clutch kicker in the NFL, and that includes Justin Tucker. Um, 
in the pouring down rain, nails it. Any way he was going to make that. I, yeah, I thought no shot. He's going to make it. Terrible, terrible conditions. It's windy. It's cold, rainy. Uh, nails a 59-yard field goal with plenty to spare, too. So, uh, yeah, the Eagles keep getting it done. My second winner is my a- my predicted AFC champions, Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. Good good win over the Texans, a team that already beat them once this year. I don't think they could afford to lose this game. I mean, because AFC South could have got real tight. Um, AFC they got South lucky. sneaky good division, too. It is sneaky good. Uh, they got lucky with the uh, Texans kicker hitting the crossbar. Yeah. But uh, they doinked it. But uh, good, good win for the Jags. And the Texans kicker was waived today. So, <laughs> was oh, was tough, he? Oh, yeah, that was a tough one. I didn't see that. Um, speaking of the AFC South, uh, Indianapolis Colts. Here they are in in the playoff spot right now. Um, Shane Steichen is that their head yep. coach's name? He uh, has done a fantastic job, and he could be maybe one of the leaders for uh, AFC Coach of the Year uh, so far. Um, they're winning with Gardner Minshew. They're doing it in different ways. Um, they're hanging in there, and they get the Titans this week. They got a they got a pretty man schedule coming up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. It'll be interesting. Oh, my last winner, just because I think they're gonna end up winning the division. It's the worst division in football, the NFC South. But the <laughs> Atlanta Falcons yeah. took taking care of the Saints at home. Um, Jesse Bates was big time that game, having a pick six and then a. a Fourth fumble for them. That was kind of the difference. I mean, that division's so garbage, but somebody's yeah. got to win it. And I think the winner of that game yesterday was going to take over in the driver's seat because I, I don't think Tampa's. I think ta- Tampa could be the most talented, but I don't think they're going to do it. So, uh, Qu- yeah. Quarterback Eagle. issues there. Quarterback issues all over the division. All over the division. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Uh, first loser, I am going to go with. Uh, I'm going to go with the New York Jets. They're just embarrassing. They're awful. They like to just make embarrassing plays. You had the yeah. butt fumble years ago on Thanksgiving, and now you have, I don't even know, I don't even know what they titled this, the Fail they, Mary. I don't know. They've called it the Fail Mary. They've called it the Hell Mary. What um, the heck, man? They're awful. <laughs> I, I think that was the loudest I've been during a Dolphins game this year. He Javon Holland picks it off at the one-yard line. He's running. I I didn't really get excited until he hit about the opponent's thirty-five. Then I started creeping closer towards the edge of my seat. Then I stood up. Uh, but uh, yeah, the Jets uh, and they're starting Timmy Boyle again. The worst, the worst. I think he's the worst starting quarterback we've ever seen. Uh, his he's his numbers about. weren't horrendous on Sunday, but uh, he has not thrown more touchdowns than interception in any year since middle school. He did it in high school. He threw twelve touchdowns and twenty-six <laughs> picks in his career in college. Um, He's terrible, just terrible. Yeah, and and you just you're like, how does he keep getting jobs? But he does, and uh, I, I think Rob Asal is lucky that he has Aaron Rodgers coming back because that's going to save his job. Yeah, I agree. Um, speaking of the Jets, the MetLife Stadium turf is one of my losers. Um, there have been ten ankle or knee season-ending injuries at that stadium alone in the past three years, which is more than any in football. And it claimed another victim and superstar pass rusher, um, Jalen Phillips, who tore his Achilles. And that is an absolute killer for the Dolphins. Bradley Chubb's so much better when Phillips is on the field and vice versa. Um, so that kind of put a damper on uh, the blowout victory on Sunday. But uh, yeah, the fact that they're still using field turf instead of just actual grass or something that's sustainable um, is mind numbing. So that ticked me off. I'll kind of stick with you with the injuries there, and I'm just going to go the uh, 
injury status of the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> yeah. um, they've been a good story, but they're starting yeah, to drop like flies. Gonna, yeah, they're not going to hang on. Uh, rookie quarterback got hurt yesterday, so P.J. Walker had to come in. Miles Garrett, who Garrett Bowles took him out of the game and made him a non-factor. He had one hurry and one pass breakup, but that was it. No quarterback hits, no sacks yesterday on Russell Wilson. Miles Garrett has left shoulder pop, so he's in a sling after the game. Uh, Ward is already hurt for them at that cornerback, so they're just getting banged yeah. up and yeah, they're gonna fall apart. They're seven yeah. to four now. I, I just I I don't see it. Yeah. Um my second loser, the NFC South. Uh yeah, I know you had the Falcons as one of your winners, but uh if the season ended today, they would have the worst win percentage by division in a season in NFL history. Their combined win percentage is three forty one. Uh, which is worst all time. Second worst is the NFC West in 08 when it was 344, and then the 2014 NFC South, which was 352. Um, I do not think there's a way that one of those teams finishes over 500. Yeah, no, it's going to be like the NFC South and back in 2011, I believe, when the Seahawks got in, or not NFC South, the NFC West. West. In 2011, when the Seahawks get in 7-9, but then they beat the Saints. Yeah, the playoff earthquake. Game. The earthquake. Uh, or the beast quake. I, game, I, I still think the Saints are probably the best team in that division, but Derek Carr is terrible. Um, and they keep losing, so maybe they're not. I used to defend them. I think I'm done defending them. It's about uh, time. There's nothing, nothing I can do. Um, there's a few teams I could pick for my third winner. Like I, I kind of want to pick the Bills. Because I really just started to think the Bills aren't going to make the playoffs, but I'm not going to do that because I still thought they played a pretty good game yesterday. Um, could pick the Chargers, but I feel like I picked them all the time. I'm actually going to pick the Carolina Panthers. Not only are they the worst team in the league with one win, they fired a coach. Second year in a row, they fired coach midseason. Um, yeah. I don't know who'd want that job. Yeah. Uh, Tepper, their owner, David Tepper, he. Um, Impatient. Yeah. And he kind of meddled. The best owners stay out of football decisions where Tepper's Tepper went in there and he forced pretty much forced them to trade out of the ones or trade into the one spot and he forced them to take Bryce Young. I got this got his name right this week um, <laughs> instead of CJ Stroud. And now uh, Frank Reich is uh, fired. So, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's not a job that somebody's going to want for sure. Frank's a good guy. Um, this probably wasn't fit for him. He'll go be an OC, I think, somewhere and do just fine. Yeah. Um, hopefully he wasn't calling the place yesterday because I watched the end of that game and they had a fourth and six, uh, no timeouts left, and they decided to throw a wide receiver screen and it got blown up for negative yards. And, and I don't remember which McCown was also the – Josh. Uh, he, he got, got fired, fired today, today too. too. Yeah. Nope. My last loser is the Houston Texans. Um, had, had a chance uh, mm-hmm. to beat Jacksonville and kind of cement themselves as a uh, – as a division contender, but I think that's probably they're two games back. Um, that's probably over now. Um, still, still a cool story and all that, but uh, that that was a game that they could have really um, made their presence known a little bit more. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did I beat you this week? You did beat me. It was a very good week for both of us. We scored yeah. a lot of points. Uh, last I checked, which was this morning, you were up, I think, 103 to – 95, but we both picked Minnesota, and you have Minnesota for more tonight. So you and I think what hurts you is you picked the Saints for like seven. I picked them for three. I picked the Saints for seven. I also picked the Bengals to win, and I also picked Houston to win. So that's uh, 
Because I had nine on Jacksonville. So yeah, yeah, that really that's probably what hurt me the most. We we both got burnt by the Lions, but I think everybody yeah, did. Everyone pick them did. leagues all over the yeah. place. So um, yeah, yeah. Other other than that, everything was pretty straightforward. Yeah, but uh, we have six buys this week, which kind of sucks. But uh, mm-hmm. starting Thursday night, we have the Seattle Seahawks at the Dallas Cowboys. I like the Cowboys for 12. Cowboys are playing good football. The Seahawks are not. And here's a bold prediction for you. This is Pete Carroll's last year as Seattle's head coach. Yeah, he's been there, what, 12 years now, 13 years? He's been there now? a long time. Yeah. Um, I have the Cowboys for 13. Cowboys are playing fantastic football right now. But again, you don't hear the media talk about this. They have not beaten a team with a winning record yet um, this season. So uh, I don't, is Seattle six and five or are they five and six? Uh, so they could do it this weekend, I guess. If the uh, hey, the Dolphins have now. The Dolphins have now, and they put up seventy points against them. So thank you. Uh, <laughs> That's just just wild. Thank just you, wild. Uh, Tanner, for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, Cowboys for thirteen. Indianapolis Colts at the Tennessee Titans. You know the Colts are right there. I've just talked about how they have a very manageable schedule. What they do, which they do, but something just tells me the Titans are going to pull off this upset. Titans for two. I have the Colts for seven. Um, I think the Colts are better, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Will Levis, he had that good first week, and then he's predictably kind of the league's caught up to him. Um, I think Vrabel's an interesting one come Black Monday, as they call it here in a few weeks. That's about a month and a half. I think he's uh, safe, but his seat will be hot for next year. He's he's done enough, in my opinion, where he should be safe. Yeah. Um, But these owners get impatient. But – yeah, I think Vrabel should be safe, but you never know. No. Uh, the L.A. Chargers at the New England Patriots. I mean, Chargers really need a win. Uh, Patriots stink. They might as well just lose out for their sake. <laughs> uh, both these teams, I think, are going to have new head coaches next year, but give me the Chargers for four just because I think they're more talented. Yeah. If the Chargers lose to, in my opinion, it's, it's not even my opinion. They are the second-worst team in the NFL. I mean, it's, they have the second-worst record in the NFL, and it's – very um it's it's been Dude, confirmed the cardinals maybe <laughs> i don't think so not with kyler no. and i don't think kyler's no. very good no. but uh no bill belichick doesn't uh like announcing a starting quarterback until like right before the game then it was mac jones and he he's he's done and doing i don't that one pick was awful terrible just oh terrible gosh. threw it right to the guy um I think his time in New England's done. I don't know if he takes another snap this year. Now they'd be smart if they really want to tank. They should start in the rest of the year. But uh, <laughs> if if the Chargers lose this one, I think stay. I don't think see any way Staley survives another week. Um, he won't make the flight back to LA. Yeah, they don't score points. Uh, they've done what they've done for years, and that's find ways to lose games. And now they're just getting beat flat out. But uh, I'm still picking the Chargers. We've both been burned by them a bunch this year, but uh, give give me the Chargers for eight. (laughs) Man. Uh, Detroit Lions at the New Orleans Saints. If the Lions lose this one, maybe their fans need to start worrying a little bit. Uh, But I don't think they do Lions for six. I have the Lions for six as well. Um, Yeah, I think they're quite a bit better. They've been pretty good bouncing back from losses this year, too. true. So um, Atlanta Falcons at the New York Jets. This will be a fun one. Yeah. Um, Atlanta for three. I have Atlanta for two. Yeah. Um, man, I keep thinking Arthur Smith's going to get fired and they pull one out. If they can win two in a row, but uh, I, I I just can't envision a scenario where Tim Boyle wins an NFL game. <laughs> so that's why I don't <laughs> – I just, I just don't think they have a shot this week. 
Uh, Arizona Cardinals at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Speaking keeps finding yeah. ways to ways to win, and, and their offense did look better yesterday without Matt Canna than they did all year. Yeah. So maybe he was the problem. Um, manageable schedule at least next few weeks. Yeah. I like them for ten points. I have Pittsburgh for four. Um, I I still don't believe in them. Um, they did have their first four hundred total yard offensive game in over fifty games. They still only scored sixteen points though, and they're lucky they faced Jake Browning. But I mean, you got to beat who you play. But yeah, their fi- their schedule's pretty favorable. But give me Pittsburgh for four. Uh, Miami Dolphins at the Washington Commanders. Yeah, Commanders did not look good in forty five to ten drumming on on Thanksgiving Day. I know they're at home, but I don't think that matters. Uh, Ron Rivera's a great guy, but it's his time is done there. Um, Dolphins for eleven. And you're you've been a lot more confident in the Dolphins than I've been. I have I do have the Dolphins winning for five. Um, there's decent blowout potentials here at towards the end of the schedule this week, which is probably why I didn't take the Dolphins for that many. But um, should be able to score points. I mean, they fired Jack Del Rio and they fired their cornerbacks coach. Um, their offense scares me a little bit, but the Dolphins have the best defense in football since week five, and it's only getting stronger. So uh, I think Dolphins win eh, by two touchdowns. I think they're nine and a half point favorites, which is unheard of for them on the road, but they are. Uh, Denver Broncos at the Houston Texans. Massive one here. Who would have thought? Six and five, six and five, uh, five in a row for the Broncos. First five game win streak they've had since the last time they made the Super made the playoffs and won the Super Bowl in 2015. So it's been a while since they've had a string like this. Uh, Russell's playing effective. Um, yeah. in, the, in the he's thrown 20 touchdowns, four interceptions. In the red zone alone this year, 17 touchdowns, no interceptions. Pretty good. So when he gets to the red zone, he he usually finishes it off. Defense is I mean, they, they struggle at times with, with the rushing attacks, but they're forcing turnovers left and right all over the place. Um, it'll be tough. I mean, they got a tough stretch here. They go at Houston, at Chargers, at Lions, back-to-back-to-back here. We'll see what they're made of, but I'm taking the Broncos for five. I have the Broncos for three. Um, you could see yesterday's uh, loss for Houston kind of carry over a little bit. Mm. Um and again, I don't think many people thought he's going to be that good. And I mean, CJ Stroud's played some good football, but I, I, I mean, I, I think this is kind of a coin flip, though. If it was in Denver, I think Denver mm-hmm. went fairly easy. I think it's two and a half point favorites for the Texans right now. So. Are they favored? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a close game. Denver for nope. three. Uh, Carolina Panthers at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Carolina's done. Bucks for nine. I have the Bucks for 12, and I don't think the Bucks are very good either. Uh, Cleveland Browns out the L.A. Rams, the suddenly hot L.A. Rams. Yeah, and they're talented. Browns yeah. are all made with duct tape and Band-Aids right now. Rams for eight. I have the Rams for 11. Uh, I just don't think Browns have what it takes to get in there. San Francisco 49ers at the Philadelphia Eagles. It's a heck of a should, 425. Should be, should be an awesome game. Uh, I like the Eagles at home for one. This will be the J-Man's Book It Prediction of the Week. Uh, give me the Niners on the road there. Only for one point, though. Um, so, yeah. Give me the Niners for one. Um, J-Man's Book of Bridges of the Week brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for Life Home Auto Business. Renters, workers, comp, and farm insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. Kansas City Chiefs at the Green Bay Packers. I like the Chiefs for seven, even though the Packers are playing better. Chiefs got down 14 nothing yesterday, and you're thinking, what is going on in Kansas with Kansas City? And then they just outscored them, what, 31-3 to the rest of the game? Yeah, uh, which Mahomes, is what they do. Kelsey, 
Connection's tough to stop. Yeah. Uh, give me the Chiefs for 10. Um, yeah, I just – I don't think – I know Jordan Love's played some good football, but Kansas City has a really good defense, and I just don't think it'll last for him. Cincinnati Bengals at that Jacksonville Jags. Jake Browning going to on a road game in a primetime environment. Jags um, starting to play good football again. Jags for 13. I have the Jags for nine. Uh, they went fairly handily. Um, but uh, buys this week, I think we have Buffalo. We have um, – I didn't write them down, so I'm going off the Balt- – Buffalo, Buffalo, Minnesota. Baltimore, Minnesota. Chicago. Um, yeah, the Bears. Trying to think who um, in the league. Giants. Yep. And Yep. Um <laughs> uh, some some other team. I, I should have written. Some other them, team. I, yep. Yeah. Yep. But uh, any other uh, NFL? Musings? Nope. It's getting it's getting maybe next week's the time we really start breaking down what the playoff picture looks like because it's getting yeah. especially in the AFC is getting tight. It it is. I mean, you, you look every single team's either nine and three or eight and three that are division winners, um, and then you have a bunch of teams. The Browns are seven and four. Uh, Steelers are seven, seven and four. Um, Colts are six and five, Denver six and five, Houston six and five, uh, Buffalo six and six. So, yeah, it's all, it's all yep. jumbled. I think the team with the best or with the biggest division lead right now is the Dolphins two and a half over Buffalo, which if they can beat Washington on Sunday, three games up with five games to play, and they get the Titans and Jets at home, um, back to back weeks where Buffalo has to go to Kansas City. So, Praying this thing's wrapped up for them by Christmas, but <laughs> it's not going to be that easy. I know. Be a nice Christmas present for you. That's right. That is well, right. No. Well, let's stick with the pigskin and uh, talk some college football, shall we? Um, the regular season is over. Yeah, the regular yeah. season is over. It's come and gone, and now it's right now transfer portal season. I know uh, a lot of guys can't put their name in till the. To the 4th, I believe, December 4th, or that's when it opens up, excuse me, and that's when teams can start announcing their new guys, I guess. But uh, I, I know Purdue, specifically, in the last two days, I can't even keep up with the amount of backups they've had jumping really? the portal. It, it's ridiculous. Crazy. Yeah, um, I saw the biggest name today that I heard of was Kansas State's quarterback. Uh, put his name in. He's a four-year starter. Um, but other than that, I haven't really followed it too much. Um, no, I mean, I've just seen Purdue. I've seen Indiana, a lot of their team. But, of sure. course, they're, they're looking for a new coach since Tom Allen yeah. got fired. Over yeah, Tom Allen got fired. Yeah, we need to talk about that a little bit. Uh, third largest or second largest buyout in history uh, in college football. Of course, the number one was Jimbo Fisher. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, uh, the Hoosiers ponied up that money. We didn't think they would, but uh, with the – changing landscape of college football with adding Oregon and Washington and UCLA and USC. Uh, if they didn't make uh, some sort of change, they were going to be left in the absolute dust, which is where teams like Illinois could potentially be or Northwestern or even Minnesota or Purdue, all yeah. these non top, top pro Rutgers, absolutely Maryland. Uh, the list goes on and on and on. Um, I'd even put Michigan State there. I know they just got oh, absolutely, coach, and but... they just 
Yeah, hired uh, Jonathan Smith yesterday, which makes sense for him to leave Oregon State. Yes, uh, good time. They are, uh, yeah, a conferenceless. Uh, conferenceless, yeah. But um, yeah, yeah um, as far as names go, who have you been hearing for Indiana? Well, our our good buddy Cameron Screeton's kind of kept us in the mix there, because um, uh, of course John Gruden is one name that's been thrown <laughs> out there. <laughs> I mean, that would be un- I, unbelievable for publicity for Indiana, but I think it'd be absolutely it'd be terrible publicity for Indiana. He he got fired on terrible terms. I meant that's not what I meant. I meant no, 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 I, no. I meant like uh, it would make headlines. It would get yeah. them get eyeballs on their product, their football product for the first time since I don't yeah. know how long. But uh, Kane Womax, the guy that keeps coming up. Coaches at South Alabama used to be their defense coordinator at Indiana. Okay, so there's some familiarity there. And Justin Fry, offensive line coach from Ohio State, he has no head coaching experience, but he does have Indiana ties. So those are two guys I keep seeing their names pop up more and more. Willie Fritz is one too. Two lanes coach, except for him, he's he's older. He's in his sixties. I don't know how much that matters anymore. It's, it it but. would kind of remind me of. Um... Kansas hiring Leipold. He he's not in the sixties, but he was an older head coach. And um I I, I use a better program now than what Leip, what Kansas was when Leipold took right. over. But it, it could be a sort of similar situation. Extreme basketball school. Um and maybe because Fritz is a proven program builder, much like Leipold was at Buffalo, uh maybe that would be a really good fit if if he'd want to leave. Yeah, Thad Moody on Facebook here said Jimbo was seventy-six million. Auburn had a twenty-one million dollar uh, buyout. That was Malzahn then, or uh, their previous in between Malzahn and the guy Indiana's, they have now. Then Indiana's up there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Hugh Freeze and Auburn absolute heartbreaker in the Iron Bowl <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> Big time, yeah. Um, but other coaches, uh, we saw Texas A&M hired Mike Elko. Which Texas A&M hiring Mike Elko would be a little like Womack going to Indiana. Elko was their defensive coordinator from 18 to 2021, then left right. to go to Duke and had good success there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but still, he went 16 and nine, and uh, their fans freaked out when they heard uh, Mark Stoops' name um, from Kentucky, uh, where at a school that was horrendous before he got there. I think he would have been a perfect fit for AM. Yep. But once again, AM, much like Tennessee, their fans yep. threw a fit and they backtracked. Um, the thing with AM is why do they have this heightened sense of importance? They haven't been relevant. I know they won a Heisman with Johnny Football, but they haven't won anything. Um, no, they, they haven't. They think they're this top-tier program, and they're going to get left in the dust in the SEC now that Texas and Oklahoma are getting in there. Of course, they already have Bama and Georgia. Um, LSU. So, and, and LSU, absolutely. So, um they did that stupid singing chant sort of thing. Uh, it's, it's the dumbest thing. Oh, it is. Dumbest it is. Um, so now we'll see who Duke hires. I mean, they're probably not going to get a splashy hire because, like like you said, like with Indiana, predominantly basketball school, tough job to recruit and win at. Um, Mississippi State hired Oklahoma's offense coordinator. So don't know much about him, but he was hired. Yeah. Um I haven't heard of any other jobs. I thought there was a rumor UCLA was going to fire Chip Kelly, but it hasn't happened yet, which I think they'd be dumb to. I think he's done just fine. I don't think anyone else in the Big Ten will get fired. No, no, I think think everyone's really safe, honestly. I think one guy who 
helped save himself. I don't think he was going to get fired, but his seat would have probably been real hot next year. Mike Loxley. I think he helped himself with the win over Rutgers over the weekend. Yeah, especially with how their middle of the season went. Um, Talia Tagovailoa, Tungavailoa, I don't know how I mispronounce that name when I say his name every Sunday. Uh, Tungavailoa became the all-time passing leader in Big Ten history on Saturday. Uh, Actually, he did not. Oh, he did not. I don't know who Alabama. I don't know. I don't know who tweets out that for the Big Ten, but uh, unless Purdue's wrong, according to Purdue's record books, um, um, I'm going to go find it. Go ahead. I'm going to go find it because I don't want to say this and look like an idiot. uh, uh, According to the the Big Ten, (laughs) I know. Tua's brother, Tungavailoa, has become the all-time passing leader um, in Big Ten history, which kind of tells you. the Big Ten history as far as NFL quarterbacks go, Tom Brady notwithstanding because he wasn't that great at Michigan anyway. But, uh, yeah, maybe that's why they struggle winning national titles too. So we always talk about the NCAA tournament, how they struggle because they have so few NBA players. Uh, they have so few good NFL quarterbacks these days. Yeah, six hours ago, Purdue football tweets, compare stats, checks official at Big Ten football record book, 11,792 greater than 11,256. That's what Drew Brees threw for was eleven thousand seven hundred ninety-two. I I bet they're counting tongue of Iloa's Alabama stats then. Yeah, because uh, yeah, it's I don't know, and everybody's just ripping the Big Ten uh, football uh, Twitter account. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So, but I think that's if you include bowls and everything. That was Drew Brees's. Oh. I think, I think so. I don't know. I don't know. That was right no. from a record book. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Now, now I'm invested. So I, I, <laughs> well, I, I got to go look it up and fact check, <laughs> fact check Purdue and the big 10. But um, yeah, the coaching carousel is always fascinating. Um, especially with the transfer portal and NIL and everything nowadays, in college football. Um, it'll be, it'll be interesting that oh, you, you just made the comment. About the Big Ten coaches. So you think Harbaugh and Day are both back next year? Uh, I don't know. Well, according to this, Drew Brees only had 10,909 passing yards. So it must, must include bowl. Well, the it does include bowls on the, their football reference account. Um, I will so I think Purdue's sure. wrong. Sorry, sorry to tell you, but uh, I don't know why they would tweet from an official I, I don't Big Ten record book. So I don't, I don't know why they'd go I at the know. Big Ten either, though. So I don't know. Um, I, don't know. I think Ryan Day's back. He's not gonna get fired. They went eleven and one. I, mean, I what, think they are dumb. What do if they, they fire for? him for losing three straight years to Michigan? He's never lost any other Big Ten programs. I mean. Who would yeah. want that job? Who would want that job? If And I know I sound crazy saying that because they have the best of everything, but who would want that job with those expectations if you can win that many games over six years and, and, and be hated? Yeah. They still might make yeah, the playoff that's, this year. That's, it's all about Michigan now. Yeah, they they might. It, they need it help. They need help this weekend, but sure. they, they still could. That's what I'm saying. Teams, but, they still could. Um. Good, yeah. Um, I don't know why he'd want it. Um, now you you can say about Ryan Day, which is what I've seen around on Twitter. He he was born on third base, which he he was. Yeah, um, he took over an unbelievable situation there. Um, and 
they they want to beat Michigan that bad they'd fire a guy because he can't. Um, it's it's not even like he can't. Um, he's he's just he's lost three. I, I know they got blown out last year. This one was a great game. One one of the best of recent memory. Um, but uh, yeah, team that they they won eleven games. Right. If if that's not expectations, like I what what more do they want from him? If Ryan Day was at Purdue and has done if he did <laughs> would go on to do for Purdue what he just has at Ohio State, it would be Ryan Day University. They would change the oh, name yeah. from Purdue University to Ryan Day University. To about every single Big Ten school outside of maybe Michigan, yeah. <laughs> they would do that. Yeah, it's just if, crazy. If if Ryan Day was having this success at Penn State, you kidding me? They want they're about to hang uh, James Franklin up to dry. Uh, yeah. They're about done with him there. If Ryan Day was going eleven one there, they'd be building a statue of him. They'd be tearing down the Joe Paterno one if they had one. I think um, they did tear it down, didn't they? I, I assume they did. They probably should, but uh, yeah. they'd be building the Ryan Day one. But yeah, yep. Uh, as far as Harbaugh goes, I think he'll go to the NFL. I shouldn't have said that. That's we not say good. that every year, but... Uh, but again, say that every year. This seems like the optimum time, optimal time to do it yeah. uh, with the allegations and all of that, and yeah. so. Want to pick some conference championship games? Do it. Okay. Um, well, we'll start with the Big Ten because that I don't have them pulled up, and I know that one off the top of my head. Uh, Michigan and Iowa, which I got to give you kudos. That was your prediction for the Big Ten championship. Mine was Penn State, Wisconsin. So I can't believe I picked Iowa to go there, but uh, I'm obviously the smartest man alive. Um, you know what? I want to do two bucket predictions this week. Okay. Uh, so this will also be a J Man's bucket prediction of the week. Uh, Iowa will not score an offensive touchdown. Um, okay. So I think it's going to be, I, I think it'll be a low scoring game, but I think Michigan wins something like 24 to three or maybe 24, 10 and Iowa runs back a punt or an interception or something, which is what they do. But third straight year, Michigan has made Indianapolis a win in the East. Uh, it would be something if Iowa pulled off. <laughs> yeah, that would be crazy. Yeah, that would, that would be. That would be absolutely wild. Um, I, I hate Michigan, but I dislike Iowa significantly more. So. ACC, uh, Louisville coming off a loss to Kentucky, a home Terrible loss to Kentucky. Loss, yeah. uh, playing Florida State, who's playing with their backup quarterback. Florida State did find a way to win in the swamp. Um, give me Florida State. I, I think they win. I think uh, you can't keep them out. Just because Jordan, Jordan Travis is hurt, I, you cannot keep them out. I don't want Louisville to win for obvious reasons, but part of me doesn't want Florida State in the playoff because I just think they're good. I think it will get smacked they'll, by somebody else in the playoff. Smacked, yeah. but but they've played um, so well all years. So. Yeah. yeah. Georgia, Alabama. Give me Georgia. Bama, yep. awfully lucky. Jalen Milrow thinks he won the Heisman after that throw. You look at his numbers, it doesn't measure up to really anyone's. Um, Give me George. I think they win by three touchdowns. I just, I just don't see it with this Bama team, and they still want, they still won eleven and one, and I think yep. they're down this year. The Big Twelve. I kind of laughed at Mike Gundy all year. I'm saying maybe Oklahoma State needs to move on. He's been there forever. They're <laughs> nine and three. I mean, yeah. come on. I'm, I'm an idiot. Uh, they're against eleven one Texas. Skip Bayless was all ticked off because Oklahoma didn't make it. Um, and he's, he said it's absolutely ridiculous. Oklahoma should be in there over Oklahoma State. Oklahoma beat Texas. Um, give me Texas. And I, yeah. I think Texas makes playoffs. That That is a bold prediction I have as well. 
Like they, they were one of my four in the preseason I picked. So yeah, I could get three out of four right, but Penn State ruined that for me. Um, and then the big one Friday night, Oregon and Washington. Um, I think the winner of this one gets. Oh, Washington definitely gets. It. I think if Oregon wins, they get too. Uh, Washington has been finding ways to win, but I mean they beat Washington State by three at home. They didn't play well against Arizona. Arizona's pretty good, but. Uh, Give me Oregon. Uh, I I think Oregon beats him around a little bit. I think Bo Nix cements his Heisman. Too. I agree with you right there. I think this week helps um, him separate from um, LSU's quarterback, uh, Daniels. Jaden Daniels? Yeah. yeah. Dan- Daniels, you look at his stuff, uh, very pedestrian against the good schools, you know, Alabama, and that sort of stuff. And he tears up the Georgia Southerns. So I think that might play a role into it as well. But uh, Yeah. Um, I have a word association here for you because the big 10 West is no longer RIP to the big 10 divisions as R1 we out. know it, uh, starting with the legends and leaders and then to the big 10 East and West. I took the passing yard leader from each year that they've had divisions. Um, some, some of these uh, guys did it back to back years. So I chose the guy that was directly below them. I used Matt McGloin the last time I did a word association, so I chose the other guy. So uh, starting with back in 2011, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. He liked that. Um, he's become much of a better pro than I ever thought he would. Yeah. Um, it was good for Washington. has been good for Minnesota. It'll be interesting to see what happens with his his uh, status as he's free agent after this season. I think he'll be back in Minnesota. But, uh, yeah, no, he's been good everywhere he's been. I, I saw a funny thing. Uh, he was talking about his torn Achilles. And he's like getting carried off or everything. He's like, man, I don't think I tore it. Don't think I tore it. I know now I can't feel anything down there and I can't put any pressure, but I don't think I tore it. And they went into the blue tent and the trainer comes in, touches it for one second. Like, you absolutely tore it. You were completely <laughs> <wrong>. <laughs> he's, he's the only guy that could somehow find that funny about yep. him tearing his own Achilles. Uh, this was the year Matt McGloin won or had the most passing yards. So I chose the guy who was number two, Taylor Martinez. Great runner for Nebraska. Uh, that's when Nebraska actually got to the Big Ten Championship game. They never did after back, they got to the West. That's when they made bowl games, too. I think if the Big Ten could go back in time, I don't know if they make that move to get Nebraska because Nebraska never was for them in the Big Ten West. Yeah. I think they just wanted to be Penn State. Just be Penn State for the West. That'd be great, and they, they couldn't do it. They, they honestly started that downfall a few years before that, and the Big Ten wasn't proactive enough to see it because they were yeah, struggling right. to Bill Callahan. You're right. Um, but yeah. Uh, Nathan Shieldhouse. Nathan Shieldhouse. I could never told you he led the Big Ten. He had a really good senior that. year. But uh, good college quarterback. Good, but... Yeah, good college quarterback. Uh, never made the pros, but now he's in the coaching ranks. Yeah, offensive coordinator for uh, uh Iowa State team that was better than we thought it was going to be. Yeah, they turned uh, they it around. Well. Yeah. Uh, Connor Cook. Another Michigan State guy who was a good quarterback, made the pros, had a cup of coffee. He was a. Uh, Backup for the Raiders, then he had a start due to some injuries and kind of bounced around the league. I don't think he's in the league anymore. I could be wrong about that. But, uh, yeah, Michigan State, there was a reason why they were really good there for a while. They had uh, just pro quarterbacks. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Uh, Nate Sudfeld. Oh, Indiana. He could sling around. He had a cup of coffee in the NFL for the then Redskins or football team. I don't remember which one it was. And the Eagles. And the Eagles. He bounced around a little bit. Uh, Trace McSorley. Trace McSorley, uh, Penn State guy. Um, did he make the NFL? Oh, yeah. He's in Baltimore. Right? He might still be hanging okay. around. In fact, I yeah. think he was just on the Bears practice squad, if I'm not 
in the state. I get in so many of those Penn State guys confused. Yeah. McSorley, Hattenburg. Yeah. Um, uh, the one they just had last year. What was his name? Clifford. He's, he's Clifford, actually yeah. on this list. I get them all confused. Yeah. So, well, well, Sean Clifford, I mean, yeah. Um, you you, you can Clifford. knock Sean Clifford out if yeah. you want. Both of them good enough to win a lot of games but couldn't win the big ones. Yeah. Uh, Justin Fields had won it two straight years, so that's the only reason why Clifford's on the list. No. Uh, McSorley won it two straight years, so I chose the guy that finished second that year, and that guy is Tanner Lee. Oh, what a name. Greatest name in the history of the position of football. He did break my heart at Ross Aid, though, leading the Cornhuskers yeah. on a late drive to beat the Boilermakers. But, that uh, had to be pretty cool to hear that name over the PA, though. I thought it was cool when he's Tulane's quarterback to hear it on ESPN. I'm like, I'm living a dream, but I thought it would be my own work for ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Dwayne Haskins. Uh, rest in peace. Um, heck of a college quarterback. Yeah, was. Too bad it didn't work for out, out for him in the pros, but he was uh, fun to watch for Ohio State. Justin Fields. Another fun one for Ohio State. and Huge stretch starting tonight for the rest of his Bears career. Yeah, massive, massive. Uh, C.J. Stroud. Another fun one for Ohio State, and he's yeah. going to be the rookie of the year this year. I hope he has a tough game coming up. hope he has a rough game coming up on Sunday, but uh, we were right. Panthers were wrong. Yeah, Ohio State uh, quarterbacks led the Big Ten in passing yards five straight years. Haskins, Fields twice, Stroud twice. Because Stroud did it twice, I chose the guy that was directly below him, which was Aiden O'Connell. AOC, um, decent game yesterday against the Chiefs. Uh, he's saying then they're not playing too bad for the Raiders. They're – not do a whole lot of winning. I don't think they're going to do a whole lot of winning. I don't no. think that the team's very good, but uh, I think he's going to have a decent NFL career. He might not always be a starter, but he'll always be a serviceable backup. Uh, last one here, Tulua Tungavailoa. Thank goodness you said that name because I can't. Uh, good quarterback, not as good as his brother. Won't be as good as his brother, but uh, he made the right choice to transfer from Alabama to Maryland. He's had a good college career. The all-time Big Ten passing yardage leader. Yeah, Tulua yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, the Word Association word association segment is brought to you by Proforma Print 2 Promo Group. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or a sales meeting in 2024, Proforma Print 2 Promo Group has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for a fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print and promotional company today by giving Barbara Van Weinsberg a call at 574-210-3815. You want to educate me real quick? Yes, I do. You know uh, I need me... some education. Yeah, that's the truth. Uh, let's see here. Let me get it up here. Sporting events on this day on November 27th. Um, on this day in 1870, the New York Times dubbed baseball the national game. Hmm. On this day 1940, can you name me the sixth Heisman Trophy Award winner? 1940. <laughs> Played for Michigan, running back. I'll even give you that. Gerald Ford. He was an office lineman, but good guess. Uh, Tom Harmon. Tom Harmon. Um, a lot of gray cup I'm going on here. Um, on this day, 1956, the, the uh, NFL draft was held. Paul Horning of University of Notre Dame was the first pick by the Green Bay Packers. Pretty good. On this day, 1960, Gordy Howe became the first NHL player to score 1,000 points. Also pretty good. And then a year later on this day, to become the first NHL player to play in 1,000 NHL games. 
In the highest NFL scoring game, the Redskins beat the Giants on this day, 1966, 72-41. Blowout, but high scoring. Uh, A lot of Grey Cups. A lot of Grey Cups. A lot of Grey Cups and Iron Bowls, for whatever reason. Um... On this day, 2013, Tiger Woods was named the PGA Tour's Player of the Year for the 11th time. What year was that? 2013. And that's going to do it. Pretty short list today for on this day, unfortunately. But uh, that is the On This Day segment brought to you by Mooney Woodcrafts. Mooney Woodcrafts is a veteran-owned and operated woodcraft shop based out of Texas with Indiana grassroots. They provide 100% hand-cut custom designs to fit your needs, and their pieces are a great addition to any home office, or man cave. You can see some of their recently completed projects by visiting their Instagram or Facebook page at Mooney Woodcrafts. And if you let them know the Tan and J-Man show sent you, you get 15% off your order. So get those signed orders in. We are less than a month away from Christmas. So get that signed order in for the sports fan or friend that you got in your family or outside your family if they're a friend. So get a hold of Thad. Tell them the Tan and J-Man show sent you 15% off. College hoops. I am the smartest man alive. As my book, it was correct last week that Purdue would win the uh, Maui Invitation. Yeah, your uh, reverse psychology didn't work. So. It didn't work for the first time, and yeah. it uh, came at a terrible time. But uh, the Big Ten only has two ranked teams now: Purdue at number one and Illinois back in there at number twenty-four after beating Western Illinois. So hey, gotta beat who you play. Um, gotta beat who you play. Um, hey, but, uh, Purdue, Purdue finally gets an easy one tomorrow. They play uh, Texas Southern, who is winless. So it should be an easy one, at least. Number one <laughs> no. team in America gets a team at home who has not won a game. But after going through the Maui gauntlet, beating then number ranked, then ranked 11th Gonzaga, 7th Tennessee, 4th Marquette, um, I'm glad they have an easy one because they do Friday night open up Big Ten play, 9 o'clock at Northwestern, which they went in there last year, ranked one, and the Wildcats gave them a loss. So yeah, they get some revenge there. I blame Purdue and Indiana for putting Northwestern in the tourney last year. Nope. Uh, but, but uh, yeah, as you said, Big Ten play starts Friday. There's no good non-conference games this week. It's real. No. It's really weak throughout the Big Ten anyway. No. Uh, but we have Maryland at Indiana Friday night. I don't think either team's playing good. Give me Maryland. I, I have not been impressed by Indiana at all. At all. They're winning games, but I haven't been impressed either. They've been winning real close games against uh, low majors. Um, give me Indiana just because it's at home. I do think they'll struggle with Jameer Young, though, although Maryland's not been playing well either. No. Uh, Purdue at Northwestern. Northwestern is 4-1. and one. I do think Purdue gets the win. This Purdue team is better than they were last year. They're deeper than they oh, were last year. Zach Eady right now would be National Player of the Year again, probably. And uh, Braden Smith's shots improved so much. If yeah. he and Fletcher Lawyer can hit some shots, that team just goes. So uh, give me Purdue on the road, but by about 10, I'd say, by about 10. Uh, give me Purdue by like 37. Um, so. <laughs> I hope. I hope you're right. Uh, then Illinois at Rutgers on Saturday. Yeah, give me Illinois in this one. Rutgers, is, I don't think very good. I agree with you. Um, first one to 60 wins this one, in my opinion. Uh, Rock both fight. Teams very good defensively. The rack or what Jersey Mike's center, yeah. whatever it is, uh, it's been a house of horrors for a lot of Big Ten teams. No, um, I, I hear that one. But uh, Brad Underwood, I don't think he's won there since his first year at Illinois, and that was a terrible Rutgers team. Um, give me Illinois 51 to 50. <laughs> Rock fight. Yeah. 
Uh, guard play has been pretty bad for Illinois so far. I need a lot more out of Marcus Domask. And, man, they I wish Sincere Harris hadn't decided to redshirt because I think they win that Marquette game with him because you look at what he did last year against some of these top point guards. Shut Marcus Carr down. Shut Tiger Campbell down. Um, they could have really used him against Tyler Kolak. And, I mean, you saw how good Kolak was the other He's night. He's a very good player. Um, so, speaking of Marquette, number three Marquette against Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. Uh, Mar- Marquette. Give me Marquette. I think Marquette is the final four good, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Me too. Uh, then Michigan and Oregon play. Where is this at? It does not tell me where it's at. It is I at Eugene, Oregon. Any- I don't know anything about Oregon, but since it's in Oregon, I'm going to take Oregon. I agree with you. Michigan uh, looked pretty good early, and then uh, they've kind of lost some games here. And then we have a number 15, Creighton, coming off a bad loss to – who did they lose to? Oh, Colorado State by 21. The other oh, my night. gosh. Um, at Nebraska, 7-0 Nebraska. Place will be rocking, but give will me Creighton. Be. Give me Creighton. I think they bounce back. Then Minnesota at Ohio State. Give me Ohio State. They're starting to play some good basketball. They are. They beat Alabama uh, over the weekend, and um, Minnesota lost to San Francisco by 18. Over there the you go. Give me Ohio State in that one. Big 10's well. just not very good. No, th- this is the worst I've seen it in years. Yeah. Um which bodes well for teams like Purdue. Obviously, Purdue's proven they're the best team in the country so far uh, with their wins. But uh, bodes well for a team like Illinois, who I think right now is probably clearly the number two team in the Big Ten, and I don't think they've looked all that good either. Right. Uh, but right. they did go toe-to-toe with Marquette. Uh, yeah. And honestly should have won the shot to a 16 down the stretch in the final uh, eight minutes or so. But uh, – Michigan State has three losses, including the James Madison. I know they've lost to Duke and Arizona, but um, have lost to James Madison. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yep. All right, Birdie or Bogey ten goes. Yeah, but I don't have much here. We'll have more next week. Um, Birdie or Bogey question. Yeah, uh, three NFL teams have never started a rookie quarterback week one. Can you name those three? I have no idea. Um, New York Giants. They are one. Oh, wow. I, <laughs> I, thought, I thought Kurt Warner um, right. started instead of Eli. Um, that is that is shocking that I got that one right. Um, Tennessee Titans. No, they started uh, Marcus Mariota in – Probably Jake Locker, too, maybe. Marcus Mariota in 2015 was their latest one. Mm. Um, Rookie quarterback week one. Do I get a par if I get this? Yep. Um, I know Dolphins have with Tannehill. Yes, um, Tannehill in 2012. I'm sure the Jets have uh, Buffalo Bills. No, the Bills did with uh, EJ Manuel in 2013. Yuck. <laughs> Man. So the other two, Minnesota Vikings and Kansas City Chiefs. Vikings, huh? Yes. I wouldn't yes, even I, think, would, I should have been thinking Chiefs, but I wasn't. And I, and I will go through the list really quick here as we end the show. Um, you got the Cardinals, Kyler Murray. Bears, Kyle Orton, Bengals, Joe Burrow, Browns, Deshaun Kaiser, Cowboys, Dak Prescott, 
Broncos, John Elway. Lions, Matt Stafford. Uh, Packers, Tobin, Tobin Rote, or Rote oh. in 1950. Uh, David Carr for Texans. Andrew Luck for the Colts. Trevor Lawrence for the Jags. Uh, Derek Carr for the Raiders. Ryan Leaf, Chargers. Sam Bradford, Rams. Uh, Mac Jones, Patriots. Archie Manning, Saints. Zach Wilson, Jets. Carson Wentz, Eagles. Terry Bradshaw, Steelers. Uh, Steve uh, DeBerg. DeBerg? Steve DeBerg, yeah. Um, Niners. Russell Wilson, Seahawks. Jameis Winston, Buccaneers. And Robert Griffin III for the Commanders. Ah, good list. Good question. Thanks for watching the Tan and J-Man show, everybody. Have a fantastic rest of the week, everybody.